What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Young Voice Podcast. I have an episode of Kylan Talks Movies movie review today. Uh, Really excited about this one. It is one of my favorite movies of all of 2018. Uh, I got to see it for my fourth time last week. Um, Very exciting. Got to take one of my best... I got to see this movie with all of my best friends, actually, Uh, which was amazing and wonderful experience each time. Uh, but yeah, that song, What Up Danger, is the opening song from the soundtrack, uh, available on Spotify and Amazon and Apple Music and all of that. Highly recommend it. What's Up Danger is the name of that track. Uh, absolutely amazing. And it's played at a very iconic point in the movie that just, you walk away from the movie remembering how that moment made you feel, just because it's like very empowering. Like it's, it's, like so much of this movie is. So anyways, very excited for this. Uh, thanks for listening. I was actually in my car <laughs> driving at the time of recording this, uh, driving from the theater. So I just was so amped and excited to talk about it um, and finally get this episode out. So sorry for any background noise or wind, but uh, hopefully you can hear it clear enough. Uh, thanks again for listening. Enjoy. Okay, so I just rewatched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This was my fourth time going to the movie theater to see it, and I have to say, it is absolutely incredible. Like, watching it this fourth time allowed me to really, like, dice. I mean, every time I've watched it, I've seen new stuff, but this time I was just really conscious of, like, all right, I feel like I've caught most of the things to catch. Also, reading articles and stuff online helped me do that. But now I really want to dive in and dissect, like, all the little things, like, what is it about this movie that makes it great, because I know I love the animation, I know I love the soundtrack, I know I love the characters, and what I realized is just that the way that they sew all these things together that shouldn't necessarily fit, uh, as well as the things that, like, just are a perfect fit, is what brings this movie to the level of greatness that it's been attaining the fact that it's nominated for the academy award uh for best animated feature above uh the pixar incredible sequel i think speaks pretty high volumes in general um not i mean to be honest obviously in my opinion as i mentioned in the other episode the incredible sequel i didn't really find living up to the hype that was the original incredible um and then of course maybe the spider-man movie had that benefit of not having the hype around it, but it still is just so good. I feel like the fact that there's been so many people that I've watched this with that, and that I've talked to who watched this after all the hype, after the Oscar nominations, after the Golden Globe wins, they have all this hype built up, and then they leave the theater still not disappointed, even with such high expectations. The fact that this movie is meeting those high expectations just says so much about the movie, so much about the cast. And so I think I'll kind of start there. As far as the cast, like, one thing that I can't get over is how real Shmeek Moore is, like, in that role. I mean, I love him in Dope, but then in this film, right, like, he really brings Miles to life. He really makes Miles relatable. I mean, maybe it's just me being a half African-American, half Latino individual myself that, like, is relating to that character for that whole reason, but I feel like I've talked to people who are <laughs> uh, white, who are uh, you know, just black or, or uh, Spanish and, and, and Mexican and or a variety and women that have walked away with that same feeling of like, 
anybody can wear the mask. Like, I can be Spider-Man. Them saying that themselves. And a lot of that, I think, is just his relatability. Uh, and just the vulnerability that we get to see from the other Spider-Mans as well definitely helps with that. But Miles Morales' character is just so... Like, from the very opening scene when he's lip-singing the song... <laughs> Like, we've all done that. We've all sang that song that we love, that we, like, still don't know all the words to. And just him doing that, I really enjoy. And, of course, Jake Johnson is really the uh, the unexpected wonder right here. I will say, like, I, I've been a fan of Jake Johnson, the new girl. I love him. He has a really fun role in the movie Tag, which I also recommend. But seeing him in this film, I'm, like, hearing him in this film hearing the way that his voice, like, commanded both, like, this respect is a skill. He's the oldest, most experienced Spider-Man in the film. He's been Spider-Man for 22 years, he talks about. And just to see him, like, kind of over the whole Spider-Man thing, just because of his heartbreak with Mary Jane and stuff, but yet just to be an awesome Spider-Man, because he does it all basically subconsciously, is such a fun experience. And just to watch, like, how smooth he is with all of his movements from when he webs up Miles to the chair that that in that super emotional scene after Miles' uncle dies and Peter tells him that he can't come and help them like, and then just him uh, his plan when he infiltrates uh, Doctor Octavius's lab and like does exactly his plan, <laughs> the almost word for it down to grabbing the bagel like he sets his plan and put it in motion and was able to do it and then swing catching her henchmen while they're swinging through the woods like while he's trying to coach Miles and he's only using one web slinger to do all this like I don't know just kind of amazing to have skill and then Jake Johnson kind of brings that that, that like comedy edge life he is a little, he is older you know he is more mature and he is but then he also kind of has that slacker like over it mentality and, and then we find out the emotional reasons too and he plays that emotional tone well also so he plays that emotional tone super well he plays the uh, wise uh, upcoming father figure well. And then he also just uh, plays this badass Spider-Man character well at the end. So it's just such joy. And then Haley Steinfeld, uh, I was not sure how big of a fan of hers was going to be. I mean, I, I feel like I've seen her randomly here and there and wasn't really sure how I was going to feel about it, and seeing her so much in the Bumblebee trailer that I was super skeptical of that movie before that came out, uh, which now I'm less skeptical, was a very fun movie, um, and she does wonderful, but I wasn't really sure what to expect, and she absolutely kills this Spider-Woman, like, that's a comic series that I really want to read, <laughs> um, as long as the character has that same vibe that she plays, because it's just very fun, and... Uh, and then, of course, the, just the, the supporting Spider-Man characters between Nicolas Cage and John Mulaney, and uh, and I don't know the anime actress's name yet. I need to look that up, because she was one that I thought wouldn't fit, and, and like, she's just so, such a, a badass herself that, like, is, like, this tech, it's super anime, chewing bubblegum five pieces at a time while she's creating the short circuit and while she's fighting battles and stuff inside of, with a robot, like, amazing, such a fun character that I did not plan on liking. Similarly to John Mulaney, who I'm a big fan of as a comedian, but was not sure how I was going to feel about him playing this role of the pig. Like, from the second I saw the pig, spider pig, in the trailers, I was like, ah, this is probably going to be boring, and I was like, whoa, like, 
this is really he he is they put him in just enough to stay funny the whole every time that he came in. And so that was very exciting. And then of course Nicolas Cage still in the show <laughs> with his wind the wind that follows him and uh <laughs> and the wind smells like rain <laughs> and his whole dynamic with the Rubik's Cube. Just just laughs and entertainment. Nicholas Cage in his purest form. Uh, absolutely loved it. Um, I don't, he has a line like, I think he calls somebody a biscuit boxer, and then he has a line where he, uh, calls, says like, we don't pick the ballroom, we just dance. And he starts, yeah, it, he just has all these lines that just crack me up. Um, and I will say, Lee Schreiber as like, the kingpin? Fisk? Um, was like a new take on Fisk that incorporated a lot of that old school Spider-Man cartoon, the uh, the one from the 90s, uh, that Kingpin character, but then kind of brought this dark, very Lee Shriver kind of edge to it, and the score that they use for his scenes is like, kind of emotional, like, like he's not in it a whole lot, but then you can kind of really feel touched by... You can kind of see his strain, and I think maybe I'm also uh, benefiting from seeing uh, Fisk's relationship with Vanessa in the Netflix Daredevil series, which is, Fisk is probably the best part of that show. It is a pretty good show. Uh, but yeah, I'm just to see, like, his character is super fun, um, and everybody else's scene, I mean, and don't even get me started on Stan Lee's cameo, I mean. From the very the very first time I saw it was not too too much longer. I saw it opening day, so it wasn't too far after Stanley passed, and I remember getting emotional because his lines are so relevant to the loss of Stanley. Because you know he says like then he says something on the lines of uh, I used to know him, you know we uh, we uh, we were friends, you know. Um, I'm gonna miss him, and I was like, oh God, I felt like we were friends, Stan. I miss you, and just like yeah. Even as I repeat it right now, got a little bit choked up. So, uh, and then of course the soundtrack in this movie, I've been obsessed with ever since the very first watch. Uh, fortunately, like I am not always like scanning for new music, so there's a lot of these songs that like I hadn't heard until I watched the movie, and then so listening to the soundtrack after, like nonstop on repeat all the time, like before the gym while I'm driving, it has been. It's absolutely wonderful. I mean, every single track on there is awesome and worth a replay. Um, the only thing I am waiting on that I hope they do soon is give us the compose, uh, the, the score mix in with the What Up Danger song when Miles has his full transformation of Spider-Man. Because I think everybody can agree, that is a scene. That is such an empowering scene. That's a scene where everybody's like, I can be Spider-Man. Like, I am Spider-Man. Like, in in that moment, it, it just really clicks with you because you get to see all the all the emotions, the recap, all the most emotional, uh, most emotional scenes of the film, and then he embraces it, and he turns it on, and it's beautiful, and, and I just love that scene so much. I mean, there's, I, I, it was actually, uh, I think also because it balances out, like, it's that inspirational scene that comes right after, like, his struggle scene, like, he just lost his uncle, and then he's told that he can't help, and he has to let the new Peter Parker die, because he's not good enough, and 
I remember turning to my friend in the theater because, like, you know, we watched his opening weekend, and, like, we, we heard it was good, but we just figured people liked it because it was, like, a good cartoon, and we didn't realize, like, to what level of good this movie was about to be, so didn't really have the hype around it, and we just saw it, and I turned to him, and I was like, is it just me, or is this movie incredible, like, really good? And he's like, no, 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 it's not just you, it's definitely incredible. And so, uh, obviously, we're feeling very validated with all the awards and praise and stuff, and, and the the rewatch quality of this film gets us pretty excited, but, yeah, when to move from that scene and then Miles' dad talking to him and kind of being emotional there and then to move into this inspirational awakening moment of Miles stepping into his power fully. I mean, I feel uplifted just thinking about it. I think that's why I play the what-up danger so much, like, before the gym or, like, when I get hyped because I, like, think about that moment. So I just can't wait for them to release the version of that song when the scores make sense because that's going to be really exciting. Um, it does add another, you know, epic element to that theme. And so I'm really, really interested, really looking forward to that. If anybody has a link, please send it my way. <laughs> I've been trying to find one, cannot. So, yeah, Spider-Verse. And then uh, last, I mean, last in addition would just be the graphics. I mean, I did not, I that was actually one of my biggest gripes with the trailer. When I saw it, I was like, this movie looks like it's going to give me epilepsy or it's going to, you know, make me dizzy or something, and I love 3D movies, I love, you know, all types of movies, I just didn't think the animation was going to be something, and the way that they just give it that comic book style, but, like, not too much, is perfect, and using the text box only sometimes, or the thinking bubbles, just enough to kind of give you that comic book vibe, but not, like, to where it takes over the movie, absolutely beautiful, absolutely so well done, the Sony, and... Lord and Miller team put together this incredible movie with this amazing, super fun cast. And I don't want to forget to shout out Chris Pine for playing the the Spider-Man, the original Peter Parker in uh, Miles' universe. Gotta love that. Um, the, uh, he is, is such a wonderful, you know, his, the charisma in his voice is just so friendly and enjoyable and I did love his presence. I was, I, I was sad to see him go, and we barely got to meet him. So, um, But, yeah, I did, I did actually – I'm not sure if it is called Universe 42 or just that that spider had a 42, but I couldn't help. And since today actually is uh, the 100th – would be the 100th birthday for uh, Jackie Robinson, I couldn't help but wonder, like, if that's related to Jackie Robinson. Is that why they picked 42? Uh is there anything around that? I mean, that's definitely something I want to look into, but it just was an observation that I noticed. I noticed it the first time I saw it and just never looked it up. And so now I definitely want to look it up and find out where the 42 came from and if there's any tie in there. But uh, obviously, shout out uh, Rustin Power to Jackie Robinson and uh, all the inspiration that came with that. So, but yeah, that movie, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, I am so glad that everybody's been watching it. I'm so glad it's been having this amazing run. And we're going on. Over two months now, it's about to be two months in theaters, and like, you know, our theater was not even, we were, had a few people in it, and so it wasn't even, still not empty, so glad to see the success of this movie, I'm hopeful to see more, the post credit scene, like both Gwen saying, like, shouting out to uh, Miles at the end, like, I'm interested if that was just, you know, a small snippet of them saying friends, or if that, like, is going to lead into something else, and then, of course, that post credit scene with uh, Oscar Isaac. 
playing that that uh, other the future Spider-Man guy. Very exciting. I'm such a big Oscar Isaac fan. I think he does amazing voice work. Um, I if you haven't listened to Homecoming, the podcast, which is now a, a Golden Globe like multi Golden Globe nominated show uh, on Amazon Prime. I highly, highly recommend you check out the podcast. Probably check out the podcast first. I mean, it'll ruin the show for you, but at least you get to listen to Oscar Isaac. Just absolutely crush it as one of the main characters. It's, it's such a, it's a suspenseful show. It's kind of cool. It's like that old school radio show where you get to listen to uh, different, you get to listen to the story unfold. And the way they wrote it, so that way it translates in audio form so well, such a fun experience. Such a absolute wonderful experience. So, highly recommend Homecoming. Oscar Isaac. I'm really excited to see him as a Spider-Man character in this universe and to see what he does with that character. So, very excited. Uh, love, of course, the throwback to the old, old, old school Spider-Man in the end of Spider-Man pointing at himself or pointing at the other Spider-Man. So, uh, yes, from start to finish, that film, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, absolutely kills it, absolutely crushes it. Uh, my full review is up on occasionalpopcorn.com. I'm very that that's a spoiler for you reviewing by now. You know we're two months out. Hopefully uh, everybody's seen it. That's interested in reading the review, but still, that's occasional popcorn is always a spoiler for your review. So uh, thanks for checking us out. I hope you check out our reviews on occasionalpopcorn.com, and uh, I look forward to speaking with you all again. And please. Continue to write in, let me know about movies and different discussion topics, and uh, Kylan Talks Movies on Instagram. So this is the Young Voice Podcast. Uh, Thanks again.